Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning, great morning, God morning. Who's on the line this time? The great Friday. Last Friday. Good morning and happy Friday, Miss Penny. Good morning, Miss Penny. Good Miss morning. Great morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Top of the morning. Good morning. Declare victory. Happy Friday. Thank you, Jesus, for waking us up one more time again to be in the land of the living. I have a prayer request for my lady friend named Candy. Her son, TJ, is on the run. Please. What is your name again, ma'am? My name is Sister Sabrina. Okay, got it. You got my prayer request. Got it covered, ma'am. Candy, son, TJ, on the run. Got it. Yes, yes ma'am. Thank you. Appreciate you. God bless you, everyone. God bless. God bless. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, it's Brother Michael, Brother Al. Happy Friday. All right. Praise the Lord. Thank you, Brother Michael. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you for your presence, my brother. Good morning. Great God morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else may be on the line at this time? Good morning. Great morning, God morning. Who else may be on the line at this time? It's a great day. It's a God morning day. Friday. Good morning. It's a great morning. Anyone else on the line at this time? Any other man? Thank you. Good morning. Great morning, God morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Beautiful morning. It's a new day. Good morning. Great morning. God morning. Who else is on the line at this time? Good morning, pal. Good morning, declare victory. It is a new day. We shall trust in the Lord with all our heart and lean not to our own understanding. Acknowledge him so he can direct our path. It is a favorite Friday. Happy Friday. Be encouraged, it's Rochelle. Thank you, Sister Rochelle. Good morning, great morning, God morning. It's a great morning to be thankful. And just as a reminder, uh, please submit, you can submit your prayer request online at declare.org. Once again, Declare.org or DeclareVictory.blog or DeclareVictory.org for your prayer request. Thank you. Good morning, great morning. Who's on the line at this time? 
Right. Good morning, great morning, God morning. Who is on the line at this time? Good morning, this Pastor Corey is on the line this morning. God bless. God bless, my brother. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Good morning, great morning. Who will be on the line at this time? Good morning, it's Susie. Good morning, Miss Susie. God morning. Great. Thank you for your presence. Thank you. Can you please keep me in your prayers? Amen. You got it. Thank you so much. Good morning. This is JC. Happy Friday. Good morning, JC. Good morning. Happy Friday to you as well. Thank you for your Thank presence. Thank you. Thank you. Have a great day. Have a great day as well. All right, ladies and gentlemen, at this time, we're going to shift our gears. At this time, I want you to ask you to look at put your on mute before we move forward, please. Look at your phone, check once, check twice. Make sure your phone is on mute at this time so we can continue with our, our call this morning. Get going in the right direction. All right. Hello, my name is Al, and I am your host. Today, thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We meet Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 8 a.m. Central Time, 9 a.m. Uh, Eastern Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Make sure you make sure to call in during the month of September, where our monthly theme is entitled Evangelism and Discipleship. Each Declare will focus on the care required in loving God as you sit under his teaching, along with those who proclaim God's word, announcing the Savior's coming. Make sure you invite a friend so you so they can be blessed too. Once again, please make sure that you invite a friend so they can be blessed too. There is one announcement today. Join us this evening at 6 Pacific Time, 8 Central Time, 9 Eastern Time on Friday Night Live. Sister D.D. Felder will share with us on the subject, Restored. You are sure to be blessed. Prayer requests that are submitted from our online is Sister uh, J.C. requesting for um, a friend Yvette who has two sons, uh, Marquette and Cameron, as Pray for our children. We also have a prayer request, um, request from Sabrina uh, for um, her friend Candy's son, TJ, who is on the run. And we also have an unspoken request for Sister Susie. Um, also, I just want to throw my prayer request in. Um, I lost a cousin a, a week ago, a uh, double homicide. I'm just praying for, have a prayer request for. The King and Baker family, um, the young lady, my cousin's name was Sequoia, and um, her neighbor, I mean, excuse me, her roommate was also, um, life was taken as well. Um, so just keep us up in prayer. Thank you for the request time. So at this time, I, excuse me, y'all, this has been a rough one this week. Um, the order of this call is prayer and corporate phrase will be brought by uh, Jeff. The declaration will be brought by Royce. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. 
Once again, the order of this call is prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Brother Jeff. The declaration will be brought by voice. Then we will go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture for today comes from Ephesians 2.10. For we are God's handiwork, created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God prepared in advance for us to do. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing and doing of his holy word. At this time, we ask you to put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior. Have a blessed and wonderful day, everyone. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Good morning, God the Father. Good morning, Holy Spirit. Good morning, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Good morning. Declare victory. Heavenly Father, thank you, Lord God, once again for waking us up today, Lord God, with our hearts and our minds focused on you, Lord God. Lord God, we give you the glory this morning, Lord God. Our first fruit this morning, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the power of prayer, Lord God, and that which we receive, hallelujah, Lord God, when we pray. For, Lord God, we believe, hallelujah, Lord God, that when we pray, we shall receive. So, Lord God, we want to say thank you right now, Lord God, for this prayer line, Lord God. Declare victory, Lord God, where we meet every morning five days a week, Lord God, to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah, Jesus Christ, Lord God, to give you the honor, to give you the glory, and to give you the praise, Lord God, so that your light, Lord God, will shine through us, Lord God. We pray, hallelujah, Lord God, for the mind of Christ this morning, Lord God, and that your light, hallelujah, Lord God, will shine through us, Lord God, and draw all men unto you, Lord God. Glory to your name, Lord God. So much that we have to be grateful for this morning, Lord God. Yes, that you woke us up this morning. Hallelujah. And Lord God, we know that you have already heard the, the spoken prayer request, Lord God, the prayer request that was placed online, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. And knowing, Lord God, that you have already heard those prayer requests, Lord God, we stand in agreement, Lord God, in supporting those families, Lord God, that are asking for prayer, Lord God. And we pray, Lord God, and we ask, Lord God, that you dispatch your angels, Lord God, and that you intervene, Lord God, and that you uh, 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 comfort, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. So, Lord God, we say thank you in advance, Lord God, for all of the prayers, Lord God, that's been spoke, re requested being answered. It's already done. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. It's already done. So much, Lord God, that we have to be grateful for, Lord God. So much, Lord God, that we have to pray for, Lord God. So much is going on in the world today, Lord God. But Lord, we place and put our trust in you. Your holy word, Lord God, we stand on. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. Strengthen us, Lord God. Build us up, Lord God, in the areas, Lord God, that you know that we need strengthening, Lord God. Oh, hallelujah, Lord. Thank you for your love, Lord God. Yes, 
It was you, Lord God, that first loved us, Lord God. It is you, Lord God, that, hallelujah, that touched our hearts and our mind, Lord God, and gave us the desire and the will, Lord God, to turn from our sinful and wicked ways. For that, Lord God, we say thank you. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God. So much is going on in the world today, Lord God. Lord God, we know that your word tells us to love not the world, neither the things in the world, Lord God. But, Lord God, we're living in this world. So, Lord God, we pray for strength and power and direction. Oh, hallelujah. Which way to go, Lord God? Thank you for ordering our footsteps, Lord God, and directing our path. Oh, glory to your name. Hallelujah, Lord God. Show us the way, hallelujah, Lord God, to live in this world, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. We say thank you. Let your light shine through us, Lord God. Yes, Lord, the mind of Christ, the mind of Christ, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Let us walk in victory, Lord God. Let us walk in confidence, Lord God. Let us know that we are the head and not the tail, Lord God, and that we overcome this world, Lord God, by the, the blood of the Lamb and the, our testimonies, Lord God. That we are victorious, Lord God. We're overcomers, Lord God. We believe that, Lord God. But, Lord God, we just say, strengthen us. Strengthen us, Lord God. Strengthen us. Yes, Lord God. We know, Lord God, that we shall receive, Lord God, if we faint not. Let us not be weary, Lord God, in well-doing. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you. Thank you. Yes, Lord, we continue, Lord God, to pray for the children. Hallelujah, Lord God. Our grandchildren, Lord God. Hallelujah. Our young adult children, Lord God. Our teenage children, Lord God. Glory to your name. Cover our children, Lord God. The enemy cannot have our children, Lord God. We pray that you rebuke the devourer, the, any demonic forces, Lord God, that will come against them and try and influence them, Lord God, in these worldly ways, Lord God, we stand against it in the name of Jesus. Cover our children, Lord God. Thank you for your blood, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for the finished work of the cross, Lord God. Yes, Lord God. We continue, Lord God, to pray for this nation, Lord God, the United States of America. Hallelujah, Lord God. Cover this nation, Lord God. Help this nation, Lord God, to repent, Lord, hallelujah, glory to your name, and return to you, Lord God. Yes, we know on the dollar bill it says, in God we trust, but hallelujah, Lord God, help this nation, Lord God, to return to you, Lord God, glory to your name. So much is going on in this world today, Lord God. Father God, I want to say a special prayer, Lord God for the city of Oakland, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. My pastor, Bishop Bob Jackson, my our congregation, Acts for Gospel, we're praying, Lord God, for the city of Oakland, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, and the entire Bay Area, Lord God. But Lord God, dispatch your angels, Lord God, over that city, Lord God. Rebuke the devourer, Lord God, or any dynamic influence, Lord God, that comes against that city, Lord. Hallelujah, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God. Glory to your name. Thank you, Lord God. Lord God, I want to lift up those, Lord God, that are addicted, Lord God, 
to whatever they are addicted to, Lord God. You know my history and my struggle, Lord God, in that area, Lord God. So, Lord God, I want to say a special prayer, Lord God. Hallelujah, Lord God, against that fentanyl demon. Hallelujah, Lord God. I pray that you cast it out, Lord God, and that you give those, Lord God, that are struggling, Lord God, with the addiction, Lord God. Give them the desire and the mind, the will, Lord God, to be free. Hallelujah, Lord God, and to say no. Hallelujah, Lord God, for that fentanyl, Lord God, is killing folks and taking lives, Lord God. Give them the strength and the desire to say, no, I won't use today. Oh, hallelujah, Lord God, something that could destroy their lives, Lord God. Oh, glory to your name, Lord God. So much we have to be grateful for, Lord God, but we got to continue to pray. Oh, glory to your name. Hallelujah, Lord God. So much is going on in the world today, Lord God. Lord God, I continue to lift up the evangelists, Lord God, and the pastors, Lord God. Those that are uh, uh, ministering, Lord God, to your people, Lord God. Those that that are up in the, the wee hours of the night praying over their congregation, Lord God. Yes, Lord, this prayer line as well, declare victory. I lift it up to you, Lord God. I pray your protection and covering over all of our lives. Hallelujah, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God. Oh, so much that I could pray for, Lord God, but I need help this morning. So I want to ask, declare victory to come off. Hallelujah. Take your phones off of mute and help me to pray this morning, Lord God. Help me to lift up the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Glory. Father God, we give you glory this morning. We give you glory this morning. We want praise. We declare the praise that it is Thank you for allowing us to hear your loving kindness in the morning. Thank you. Thank you. I <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We open up our hearts We have opened up our hearts The door to our hearts is born Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah. We're opening up the door to our hearts is born
reading Isaiah the prophet. Then the Spirit said unto Philip, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. And Philip ran thither to him and heard him read the prophet Isaiah, and said, Understandest thou what thou readest? And he said, How can I, except some man should guide me? And he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. The place of the scripture which he read was this, And he was led as a sheep to the slaughter, and like a lamb dumb before his shearer, so opened he not his mouth. In his humiliation, his judgment was taken away. And who shall declare him his generation? For his life is taken from the earth. And the eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee of whom speaketh the prophet this, of himself or some other man? Then Philip opened his mouth and began at the same scripture and preached unto him Jesus. And as they went on their way, there came they came unto a certain water, and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doeth hinder me to be baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest in thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. And he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they went down both into the water, both Philip and, and the eunuch, and he baptized him. And when they had come up out of the water, the Spirit of the Lord caught away Philip, that the eunuch saw him no more, and he went on his way rejoicing. The word of God be blessed. The people of God be blessed. This um, topic of uh, discipleship and evangelism um, couldn't be more paramount in such a time as this. When I read this, I can look at the current state of our world. You can't tell me that people are not looking for Jesus. You cannot tell me that there is not a cry, a call, a yell, a shout, a hunger, and or a thirst for somebody to be saved. The problem is, I submit to you, declare victory, is that uh, the Bible says the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. If we really want to uh, take hold to this thing, we've got to ask ourselves some difficult questions. And those questions have to be, um, are we doing what somebody did 
for us to come to Christ. We must start out with evangelism. We must start out with evangelizing our, let's just say, sphere of influence, whether that be within your family, whether that be on your job, whether that be in your community. But evangelism is an ongoing thread in your Christian walk. It does not stop. Everybody is called to be an evangelist. You don't have to wait till you're uh, ordained, uh, elevated, uh, recognized, uh, have a particular status within the church. All of those are titles. And if you don't have the spirit, of evangelism, which all of us should have because we once were like the Ethiopian eunuch. And somebody saw us from a distance and came to our aid and introduced us to Jesus. It might not have been textbook like uh, the story depicts. Uh, it, it, you could have been uh, in a particular crisis. You could have been um, in a particular space and place in your life. You, you, everything could have been uh, just peaches and cream, if you will. Everything could have been uh, just nice. Your relationship was right. Your job was right, and and you met Jesus. Maybe you don't have. Uh, a a testimony that is is not necessarily like your brothers or your sisters, but it's not about the testimony. It is about the responsibility that now that you have relationship with Jesus Christ, it is your mandate. It is your call to evangelize a people, a person, a space, a place. And then once that happens, then discipleship can take place. Uh, that's just my short little uh, introduction to where we are. And, and if I could put you in this text, we I see they are uh, two particular key important characters in this text, there is Philip, who was one of God's preachers, one of God's deacons, who was on fire for the Lord. And the, the, the wonderful thing about this is that you don't hear more from Philip after this in, in, encounter and his instructions from the Holy Spirit. And so uh, the angel of the Lord speaks to him, gives him clear, specific instructions. One of the revelations that I received uh, when I read that scripture that I quoted earlier, that the, har the, the uh, harvest is plentiful and the laborers are few, it already suggests that God has already 
uh, place something on the people who are waiting to receive Christ. Where it falls short is the ones that are now claiming to be in Christ are not doing the work. So you mean to tell me that the harvest is so plentiful that it is it is so many people? There's over 7 billion people in the world. That is enough room to evangelize and win people to Christ. We don't even have to go that broad about how many people are in the world. There are over 100 million people in the state of California. If we even break that down even more statistically, how many churches are there? Probably a fraction of that. And then let's even go even further. How many in those churches have evangelism or evangelistic departments? Your church will not thrive if there is not an evangelism component. Amen. Your your church will not have a constant, lively blood flow if there is not new souls, new converts coming into the house of God. Uh, we become a spiritual hoarders where we now uh, maybe evangelize and want to keep people to stay within our house. That That is not what uh, God uh, wants us to do. We are to evangelize and to disciple and to release them to go do the same thing, amen, that they once received. And what would it be a great day if all of us, no matter how big the church is, no matter how small the church is, if we really focused our efforts in impacting and changing lives through evangelism. Uh, Y'all tired of me. Let me hurry up so I can get out of here and get you on your way this morning. Uh, as we look at the text, uh, there is one uh, 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 phrase in, in, in the scripture that um, it points uh, some, some direction. Uh, it gives it gives a heightened uh, urgency to to evangelism. Uh, the introductory paragraphs, uh, twenty verses twenty six uh, through about twenty eight, set the narrative of where this uh, opportunity of evangelism has taken place. It sets the narrative that uh, this Ethiopian eunuch, who was a man of great authority, who was in charge of Queen uh, Candace's uh, uh, treasures, was coming from worship. The distance from Jerusalem to this territory of Gehazi was 200 miles. You mean to tell me that this man traveled 200 miles to go worship and we won't travel 10 miles? We won't, I'm talking to myself, we won't travel 50 miles to go worship? Uh, th that says something there. And then uh, uh, the, the Holy Spirit uh, speaks to Philip and says, uh, gives him instructions, go near and join thyself with his chariot. And look, there is a blessing in the obedience of Philip to the Holy Spirit. 
It says, verse 30, and Philip ran. We must be at a state of urgency. The Holy Spirit is calling a 911 evangelistic emergency call to run toward those who need to be introduced or learn of Jesus Christ, our Lord. We must, we must, uh, what Paul said, we must, as, as, as snatching them out of the fire. In our preaching, there must be an urgency. In our teaching, there must be an urgency. In our praying, there must be an urgency. In our worship, there must be an urgency. Notice that it is not uh, stagnant. The word run or ran is a verb that shows action, that shows an expedited movement that needs to take place in the body of Christ. We need to have this on our toes. We need to be ready to move at even any given point in time. But the believer must have a relationship with the Holy Spirit in order to receive instruction. Uh, Philip was not absent of the Spirit of God. Philip was not absent uh, uh, from not hearing and understanding and knowing that it was the voice of God that was leading him in speaking to him. In our evangelism efforts, we must get our directions. We must get our directives. We must get our instructions from the Holy Spirit on how to approach and how to maneuver. Why, Pastor? Because the man that he was particularly approaching was a man of power. He was not just a servant. He was not a peasant. He was a man that was in charge of something that tells me that this man had great authority. And if he was guarding something of value, that lets me know that he could Hallelujah. He could have defended and protected uh, by any means necessary this person approaching him. But notice, uh, the Lord says, approach him uh, and just listen. <laughs> Basically, stand and watch and listen uh, what he's doing. And then I will give you the next set of instructions. Uh, what are you saying? That the, the in our evangelism, the ministry of evangelism should have some directives on how we go out, hallelujah, and evangelize. I'm I'm reminded of of connecting with Axel Gospel Church and Bishop Bob Jackson and, and that uh, SWAT evangelism team and we would go over and, and, and Bishop Bob would call churches in the area. Send your evangelists. Send we we going out on the street. We finna hit we finna win some souls for the Lord. And there is a strategy. I mean, you tell me that SWAT team, that SWAT team has an a, a order. They have they they're out there in precision, they're out there in uniformity, they're out there with instruction, they're out there with an Assignment. And when that day is over in that time, so many souls are won because of not only that they just show up on uh, once a month, they are out there faithful and they're targeted and they're, they're hitting everything. There are so many other uh, occultic faiths that, that try or practice this 
method of evangelism, and that is your Mormons, and that is your Jehovah's Witness. Their presence, their visibility is out there. But if we are the church and we are so much larger, where is our presence? Where is our visibility? Everybody that is in your life or around your life to know who you are and what you stand for. You ain't got to preach over them. You ain't got the Lord over them. You ain't got to quote scripture over them. You ain't got to be so holy where you can't even be approached. No, but they should know, hallelujah, they should know what you stand for. They, 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 they should know, oh, that's the man of God. You know, kind of just bring it around, bring it in order. That's the woman of God. Amen. They should know because your presence speaks volumes than you even opening your mouth. <laughs> you, you, you need me to prove it. It's, it's, it's right here in the text. And so as Philip gets closer to him and hears him reading the, pro, uh, uh, the prophet Isaiah and says, he asks him a question. Notice that he didn't come and, and try to bombard him with uh, theological rhetoric or, or some sort of form of doctrine. He asked, just asked a simple question. Understand what you read. Do you understand? Which sparks dialogue. That's what happens. Uh, uh, we begin to speak to people and speak over people that they cannot even have dialogue to ask us a question back or for us to even. Uh, uh, the, the Bible says that we should watch and pray. I, I wondered why the Bible said well, watch and pray. Uh, simply, it, is, it, it means exactly what it says. Because if you're watching, then you'll know what to pray for. And so uh, this this uh, Philip is asking the question as he uh, begins to start this dialogue, and it it prompts a conversation. And he said, "How can I, except some man should guide me?" <laughs> uh, how can how how can I understand? I'm trying, but where I am right now, I do need some help. And is is there somebody willing to guide me? A guide is somebody who will come alongside somebody. Are you coming alongside someone in your community? Are, are you are you are you trying to get an understanding? Hallelujah! Are you trying to get an understanding? of what some of their struggles are, what some of their trepidation is, or, or some of their uh, 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 questions. And, and don't let uh, church get you in the way of answering some hard questions. Yeah, don't, don't let doctrine and denominationalism get you caught up where you become religious. Hallelujah. Let me let me let me move on from that because because those things will hinder your conversation with somebody who is seeking Christ. He says, 
how could somebody unless they guide me? And 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 he desired. Next thing you know, you see that because the question of him asking, do you understand, prompt him the, the the response of, well, how can I? And then the next thing that happens is an invitation. <laughs> An invitation, and he desired Philip that he would come up and sit with him. Don't you know? It just—I was—I'm reminded of this little phrase: "You get more with honey than you do with vinegar." <laughs> Don't you know that uh, all that question, that little short Q and A, now invited a sit-down conversation, because now you are a person of influence. Now you are a person of witness. Now you are a guide, a person that he is now or she is now hungry, <clears throat> hungry to receive some information of who the scriptures are talking about, not you, yeah, of who the scripture is talking about. And so they jump into a familiar passage, which is referenced back into Isaiah 58, uh, that uh, that he, uh, this man um, uh, is, is Jesus Christ coined about as a sheep going up to a slaughter, uh, uh, who was like a lamb dumb before his shearer, meaning that he didn't utter a word. He just went through the whole willing process Amen. Of him getting ready to be offered up as the sacrifice. Uh, this depiction of this scripture is the definition of the suffering servant uh, that Jesus Christ here is uh, uh, depicted as in the book of Isaiah. And so it prompts the question that uh, Philip now has a teaching point. Here we go, discipleship. The first phase of this was all evangelism. And now we change and transition into discipleship. <laughs> well, there's some prerequisites before you can become a disciple. Yeah, yeah. As a disciple, you should have some knowledge of whom you have given your life to. Yeah, yeah. You 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 should have uh, some knowledge that Jesus Christ is the head of your life. Uh, I was saved by His sacrifice on the cross. Uh, my sins have been wiped away for Him paying the price that I could not pay. Yeah, I, I should have some scriptural reference for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Uh, I should be able to quote some scriptures as far as the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. I, I'm not saying that you got to be super deep and you got to get your degree and your PhD and your demon and all of this other stuff. No, I'm saying you should have been a disciple. A disciple is just, in short, a student of God's word, a student of a, a believer of Jesus Christ in whom they serve. I have to drop this in here. I have to drop this in here because it's amazing how. So many other uh, people can 
stamp uh, can can uh, uh, violently attack or disseminate information about something they are passionate and believe in. But when it comes to Christ, we seem to get timid. We seem to become docile. We become somewhat distant and standoffish. If the world can proclaim Beyonce is Queen B <laughs> and the church of Beyonce, why can't we proclaim that Jesus Christ is Lord? Why can't we proclaim that Jesus is on his way back? Why can't we claim if you do not confess your sins and believe you will be on your way to hell? We don't talk like that no more. We, 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 we're we so politically correct because we don't want to offend. We don't want to hurt. The Bible is offensive. The very essence of what it stands for as an apologist is us defending. Oh, wow. Is us defending in what we believe. So if you're not ready to sit there, now now let me even go back a little further. Before you even got saved, some of you had some lies, some of you had some mouths, some of you had some nasty spirits, and some of you had some nasty ways. Yes, I'm talking about myself, not just y'all. And 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 when we got saved, yes, we are new creatures. Uh, yes, old things are passed away. But what happened to the fervor that you had when you were in the world and that same fervor now that you are in Christ. Yeah, that, 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 that same, same fervor, that same tenacity, that, that, that same uh, uh, aggressiveness, that same attitude, that, 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 that same uh, spirit of I will not be talked down, I will not be backed down, I will not be punked. Hallelujah. And yet the world is running circles around us with social media. Just every time you turn around, we're walking around like social media zombies. Everybody's on the phone. You can't even drive without being on the phone. You can't even uh, hold a decent conversation without being on the phone and trying to talk to somebody. You see this dialogue between these two now set down into a conversation where now instruction is given and now discipleship has happening. And when discipleship is in place, what happens next is conversion. Conversion. Uh, uh, verse 36, and as they went on their way, they came to a certain water and the eunuch said, See, here is water. What doeth hinder me from being baptized? And Philip said, If thou believest with all thine heart, thou mayest. And he answered him and said, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. His confession. Oh, it's not, uh, uh, it's not, uh, oh, uh, some how 
I don't know how oh, I'm gonna get in trouble. I don't I don't know how we have gotten so far from the simplicity of salvation. Ooh, that's good. Uh, I don't know how we have gotten so far away that you've got to go through all of these steps and hoops and now that you are saved. When all it is prefaced right here is that they read some scriptures and then Philip told him, All you got to do is believe, and after you believe, then conversion by baptism happens, and you are a born again believer. But there's some some doctrine that will sit there and tell you that you ain't saved unless you spoke in tongues. You ain't saved unless you, you, you feel with the Holy Ghost. That happens at conversion. That happens when you receive Jesus Christ, when you believe and you take him in his, in his heart. As you begin to journey down your walk with Christ, he then will begin to pour and pour and pour the closer and closer you get. Are we leading our people to get closer to Christ? Uh, that's a topic for another day. Uh, I, I, got, I got to get out of here. I got to get ready to go. And so he commanded the chariot to stand still, and they both went in the water, and both Philip and the eunuch, and baptized him. And when they were come up out of the water, here comes the Spirit of the Lord who catches away Philip. And now the eunuch never saw him anymore. But how we know conversion happened, the eunuch went away rejoicing. <laughs> In our evangelistic effort, we must be true to have an instructive way to evangelize. We must identify the population that we're going to evangelize. We must move with urgency. We must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, meaning that we ourselves need to have relationship with Christ. Do not go out there, beloved, trying to evangelize and you ain't prayed, you ain't read, you ain't fasted. Because it's not your power. That's your power you're working on. You want to work on the power of the Holy Spirit. But once we have that, then now we can disciple. And in our disciple, we can help guide and walk or come alongside with people as they begin to study, to pray, to learn, to worship our God, which then promotes healthy conversation. And healthy conversation, beloved, promotes and produces conversion. <laughs> and out of all of that, what a great day as we all begin to rejoice in the Lord. Be blessed. I pray this helps you. I pray this takes us on another journey in a deeper depth and a higher walk with our Lord. God bless you.
Amen. This is the time that we have set aside for our second hosting and greeting. Thank you, Pastor G, for your share this morning. If there's anyone that joined the call, specifically our men first, and you didn't have an opportunity to say good morning, now is your time. First, we'll have men. Then we'll have any new callers or anyone that may not have ever spoken before. Um, and then we'll go into open hosting and greeting while uh, Pastor G gets settled. I don't know. if uh, Text me if you can. Please voice and let me know if you are open for love, life, and victory discussion. So if there are any men that join the call, you may, again, not have spoken earlier, but you want to say good morning. Is there one? Good morning. Pastor G, what up? It's Philip, man. <laughs> bless you, that town's finest. Bless you. Bless you, man. Good stuff, bro. Have to come on support, man. Amen. Amen. You paved the way. I think you set you set it on fire. So you the trailblazer already going. So yeah, you know, here, I, you go, here you go. I had, to, I had to do my part. I had to get up early. I had to. I had to do my part. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Good stuff, bro. <laughs> yo, yo, yo. Amen. Good amen. Morning. Amen. Pastor G. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all. Good morning, Pastor. God bless you. Good morning, sir. Amen, amen, Pastor G. I just happened to look at my Facebook and seeing you was on, and I'm glad that I came on this morning. I only was able to catch about 30 minutes, but, uh, man, very much needed conversation about evangelism. Um, so thank you. I was blessed. Bless you, Pastor Terry. God bless you. Amen. Morning, Pastor Terry. <laughs> Morning, sis. How you doing? I'm awesome. Good to hear your voice. Amen. 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 You gotta, Any other men? You got to get past the Terry. You got to get past the Terry. Absolutely. That's why I said it out loud. Absolutely. Amen. <laughs> uh, you tell me where you need me, I'll be reporting there. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Good stuff. Amen. Any other fellas want to say good morning this morning? Amen, amen. Any first-time callers, any callers, maybe it may not be your first time calling, but the first time you've said good morning, I'll give you a moment, anybody? Amen. With that being said, listen, Ali, Ali, Oxen, free. Good morning, y'all. And Pastor G is here, so you can address him. Morning, good morning, Pastor Good morning, good morning. God bless you. Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Moxie. Great declaration. Good morning. Good morning, Mox. And good morning. I heard somebody else. Who else was that? Good morning, Jesus. Good morning. 
<laughs> hey, Tracy. And who else did I hear? That, was that JC? Who else was that? Gigi. Gloria, good morning. Have a blessed day. Hey, Gigi. Hey, Gloria. Good morning, guys. It was Shell, too. I said, Pastor G, blow in, blow. <laughs> morning, Shell, Bill. Good morning. It's Jubilee Juliet. Hey, Jules. Good morning. Hey, Swanita. Good morning. Good morning. It's Christina J. Hey, Nina. Good morning. Amen. Anybody else before uh, before we hand it to Pastor G? If you guys have any questions, comments, commentary. This is the part we call love, life, and victory. Um, just an open forum to ask questions concerning the declaration of the share this morning. Is there anyone that has questions, comments, commentary? Anybody? Hey, D, it's Shell again. I ain't going to be messy, Pastor D, but did you say the church of Beyonce? Not the church of uh, God in Christ? Did, did, did you say that when she got more followers? She ain't got more followers. <laughs> I, I didn't say she got more power. I said what she has is a pool. Definitely not no more power. But oh, no, world... I didn't say power. No, I said followers. <laughs> oh, follow. Yeah, 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 follow. You, you know, they. if, if you, if you, I, I, the reason why I brought that up is because I'm just that amazed of how people are saying, oh, because she puts on a good show. Oh, because she yeah. does this. And people are going and following. And you've even got people that are believers that go, but they don't know that she's defiled God. <laughs> so what does that say about your worship? What does that say about your witness? But, you know, I'm I'm just a little old pastor. I don't know. No, no, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I laugh when you said denomination. You got to say it again. Denominationalism. And I said, okay, yeah. well, maybe be a part of that, okay? But she, Beyonce has a God-given gift, but Jesus Christ is the gift. That's a fact. Amen. Great year. Great year. Amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Go ahead. Good morning. This is Swanita. I just want to say um, an awesome word on today. Um, um, I love everything about it. Um, just even the um, in, in Acts. I have read all the Acts, and I just didn't notice that, how you brought that out. And um, I just thank you um, for your word on this morning, Pastor Dean. Amen. God bless you. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my goodness. Thank you for your declaration this morning. As I was listening and you was teaching things that are birthed out of evangelism, and you talked about that conversion and uh, other things that 
the eunuchs did was he uh, he opened his mouth and said that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. Yeah, it, it was a whole lot of uh, meat and vegetables in your declaration this morning. We got a lot out of it. I just want to say thank you. And uh, I mean, you can go a little bit deeper into that part, you know, the, the conversion and the, the confession, you know, all of these things that transpire and take place in, in the act of evangelism, you know, and, you know, whether or not we uh, feel with the Holy Spirit being led by the Holy Spirit uh, to be able to witness, man, just, yeah, great declaration this morning. And I, and I, I you know, I fellowship at Acts, you know, and I'm I'm often out there with the SWAT team, and I, I look forward to it on a monthly basis. And we're going to take the city of Oakland for the Lord Jesus Christ one soul at a time. Thank you for your declaration this morning. Amen. Bless you, Elder. Good, good morning, morning Pastor, Pastor G. G. Oh, go ahead. I'll go after you. Uh, good morning, Minister. This is uh, uh, Al. Uh, thank you for your message. Um, you, I appreciate everything that you said. You're right. You have to pray before you go out there into the field. One thing I've always said, um, doing my job, being in the hospital, um, being a minister of men um, out on the field, I always ask the Lord to send somebody in my path, and He always does. And it don't look, always look the same. So it's it's it's, it's a humbling experience, but it also foretells that how powerful it is. God uses you, and you have a relationship because we are the church, you know, as a body. And it's so important for us to represent Him out there because there are people that may not not make it to the building per se, but you bring that. As ourselves, we bring that ourselves, and the way we carry ourselves, you know, that our light so shine. As the word said, let your light so shine before day. You know, we we got to be beacons of light, um, and realizing that He's out there with us. We're not alone. You know, just like we were with those three Hebrew boys in the fire. He was in the fire with us, so He's in the fire with us. Thank you, my brother. God bless. Amen. God bless you. So, Pastor G, good morning. It's Didi. How are you, sir? Awesome. Awesome word. I'm, I'm getting my exercise in as we speak. But I wanted to say thank you for the share. And I am, my son's a musician, so I get it. I'm just, my question is, with the, not just Beyonce, but LeBron James, all the Stephen Care, all these people who are in the limelight, right? And I hear, I hear everybody talk about it, but why do we not, instead of, tearing down, because that's what it seems like to me. We don't pray for those souls that we see as lost or we hear that they, you know what I'm saying? Help me with that, because like with my son, he had a show last night in Oakland, and I'm his mother, so I may not fully agree with all his lyrics, but that's still my son, so am I to not, you know, support my child or condemn him to hell? Because that's what it sounds like we do to those who seem like we don't we don't practice Galatians six and one across the board. And I'm only saying that because there are believers who put bishops and pastors on that same pedestal. 
Does that make sense? Amen. It makes very, very good sense and great sense. Um, uh, Paul stated best, uh, love is patient. Uh, love is kind. Uh, love is long-suffering. Um, and then it also says that at the Bible, Jesus or God is love. What happens, there is, there is you even as a mother are still going to love your child just like any one of us will love our children through whichever direction they go. What we want to be careful on is not allowing them or not, not necessarily not allowing them because as they get older, they're going to do what they want to do. However, we want to always keep the seed planted that is that becoming an idol. And so what you find that the world and even the church is in today, we are in a world of idolatry. We are in a state of of lifting up idols as a form of worship in place of God. And so God says, I will have no other God before me. I am a jealous God. You can't worship two masters for you'll love one or you'll hate the other. And you're just seeing scripture being fulfilled. And what happens is the Holy Spirit will do the convicting. The Holy Spirit will do the conversion. So many of us take it as if I got to get them saved. I got to do this. I got to do. No, 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 no. The Bible says one plants, another waters, and God gives increase. So love your son. Let him know, hey, I really don't agree with what you do. But I understand that's your your plight. That's what you're doing. I'm praying for you. I'm covering you. I believe you. But the Bible also says train up a child in the way that it should go. And when they get old, that they will not depart. Because God then will draw him back. And so we love him because the people that are hurt and out there lifting up is because they, they can probably take it back to a place where they were hurt by other Christians who tried to do what you just said, condemn them. And so we got to really make sure that we are pointing out you're making an idol out of those people. You don't even have to just make idols out of people. You can make idols out of your stuff. I can even talk about me and how they get up on Sunday to wash their car or how they get up and watch football. That becomes an idol because it takes the place of your worship unto God. I pray that helps. It it does. I want to tell you, thank you, too, real quick, because what I have seen, he's 34 years old, and his music, I mean, he's not that trap artist, don't get me wrong, but I've seen his group turn into like they have fellowship now and they're praying together. So God is working. So thank you. Amen. I, I, I want to add one more thing that um, my brother, um, and it, it, it don't have to be an art. It don't have to be a, a person that's an artist that we condemn or in that manner. It could be a family member. Um, I could be transparent and say I've been guilty of that myself. And the thing about it is we cannot save anybody. We can't even save ourselves. So uh, 100%, we just have to take it to the Lord in prayer and leave it there. Because it is not our job to save that soul, but we as as soldiers, we can plant that seed 
and let the Holy Spirit nurture that seed. We may not see that seed sprout while we're on watch, but as Christ is on watch, he's free. He's, he's, he's sprouting it, you know. Um, we just do our job and diligently and don't worry about it. Just keep praying for the individual. Keep praying for the, you know, these individuals because that's our job. You know, we, 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 we are evangelists. We have a responsibility, you know, and we have to keep that accountability, you know, and that is, you know, somebody in our family, we've got to stop, stop in our backyard. You know, some of us are grandparents, uh, uncles, aunties, you know, and that the prayers is what's going to keep our children uh, protected uh, when they are out there in this world. And that's what's, what's key. Now, that's what's going to um, propel. That's what they're going to come back to because it's true. You train up a child. You know, the seed has been planted when they were children. They will return back. They will remember. That's what they come back to. You know, just like the prodigal son, come back. Make sure that they can come back. They have a place. They have a reminder. They have a remembrance. You know, just as my sister mentioned about her son. It's there. It's coming. You know, we don't know. That young man may be used as a vessel to sprout out young generations to come to Christ. So I'm praying for that. I don't know the young man, but I'm praying for that matter as we speak. Thank you. God bless. Good morning. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Can you all hear me? I can hear you. Good morning. This is Miss Tony. I thank God for you, Pastor G. I don't know who you are, man of God, but I thank God you rose me up in the bed. It was one of my Sunday school lessons about Philip and the eunuch. What the part I loved about uh, Philip was he was obedient, and he did what the angel had uh, commanded him to do. And when he got there, he didn't know what he was going to face, but the eunuch was willing to learn. He didn't say, man, get away from me. I don't know what you're talking about, but he was willing to learn. We have to change our mindset when it comes down to God. You know, and you said, when we go out, people ought to know whether you're a man of God or a woman of God. Yes, that is true. But many of us don't portray that. You know, we have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. In such a time as this, we need to come together and pray for one another and have the spirit of discernment, most of all. Amen. So I really enjoyed you this morning, and you kind of got me this morning because it was my Sunday school lesson. Everyone go to Sunday school. Amen. Go to Bible class. And we have the opportunity to know the word, and the word is before us. So we have no excuse when we come before God and to tell him we didn't, we didn't understand what we read. He was willing to learn. Amen. So I really enjoyed you this morning. I thank God for the word. Amen. Thank you. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Thank you. Uh, that's where we get our discipleship training in our Sunday school. We we don't even go to Sunday school and Bible study. We, we've gotten so lazy and lackadaisical in, uh, w- with COVID. A lot of pastors, they're not even going back and doing it. Or we've gotten to this comfortable place of teaching. But that's where we grow. That's where we mature. And that's where we learn. So I thank you for your service. I thank you for uh, the word blessing. Hey, Pastor Jesus, Rochelle, again, I just wanted to thank you. Um, when I sat here and I thought about even more and looking at my notes, 
about going out and evangelizing and, and you're just going it going to do it because, you know, somebody said go do it, but not being equipped. Um, having the Holy Spirit lead and guide you. And then I, and then the Lord just dropped Colossians 4 and 6. It said, let your speech be always with grace, seasoned with salt, that you may know how ye ought to answer every man. Um, everyone's hunger and thirst um, is different. So the Holy Spirit knows exactly because it's the Spirit of God. So thank you for that nugget because a lot of times we want to, you know, just approach somebody because we see their situation, but through the Holy Spirit, we can really see their situation spiritually. So grace share again. I just, you know, every time I just sit here listening and looking at my notes, I'm like, oh, yeah, but grace share. So thank you. Amen. God bless you. Amen, amen. Anybody else? Questions, comments, commentary? Amen. If not, you guys know it is Friday, Friday Night Live tonight, unless something different has happened. Phoebe, let me know. Uh, Friday no, Night Live tonight. No, no Friday night lines tonight. No, and I'm, can I ask y'all to pray for Dub, uh, Bubbly and Diane, who are the other two hosts of the show. We'll be back. Just keep praying for us. Amen. Amen. Got it, got it, got it. Um, that being said, uh, going once, any questions, comments, commentaries? Going twice. Otherwise, we'll give you some time back. Um, I'll hand it back over to Pastor G, and we will meet you right back here next week on Monday as we continue in the same vein. Pastor G, go ahead and close us out in prayer. Amen. Most gracious God, we just come before you saying thank you just for allowing us to see another day another opportunity to come and evangelize and disciple someone that you have set before our path. So, God, we ask you to keep our eyes sharp, our ears attentive, and our spirits sensitive to your leading and to your guidance, that we can be the best representation of you that you have created in us. So, God, we thank you uh, for forgiving us. We praise you. We bless you for forgiving our sins. For you did say in your word that the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers are few. So the laborers that are on their line, charge them, ignite them, stir up the gift in them, that they can go out and testify to your goodness and to your glory. Keep us safe throughout our day. Let your blessings fall afresh and your brand new mercies be renewed day after day is our prayer. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. God bless everyone. Have a blessed weekend. You too. Amen. God bless. Thank you. Have a good weekend, everybody. Love you. Bye. Have a victorious uh, weekend. Walk in victory. Thank you.